Red in the storm out. Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, When the Storm Comes, by Linda Ashman, illustrated by Taeyun Yu, published by Nancy Paulson Books. With it being right in the heart of hurricane season, what better way to learn about what we're supposed to do than to read a book about storm prep? When the Storm Comes teaches us, the reader, what happens before, during, and after a big storm comes rolling through your neighborhood. Linda also uses various animals to aid in her teaching. Will we learn the proper precautions to keep us safe? Or will we be one of those idiots walking down the middle of a flooded street on the newscast? Well, bring some batteries. We're riding this thing out. Grab your books if you got them, and let's get cooking. We begin on this ominous question. Quote, What do you do when the clouds roll in, when the wind chimes clang, and the weather vanes spin? End quote. Well, the storm's already here. There's not much you can do besides kiss your ass goodbye. Then we see some rather dumbfounded animals smelling the air and listening to the thunder as the storm rolls in. Just looking at the clouds like, we're fucked. Should have bought some canned food weeks ago. Then we flash inside a home and we see a family frantically looking around to see if they have the proper supplies. Like, Daniel, did you remember to buy canned food? Um. So you didn't get water two weeks ago when I told you to? It's supposed to rain. There's going to be plenty of water. Please tell me we have batteries for the flashlights and radio. I'm getting some out of the controller right now. We're in deep shit. Well, lucky for them. The daughter is trying to burn the house down, getting little tea-like candles ready for the power outage. Yippee. They'll have light for about an hour. Watching this, we get a nice juxtaposition, seeing a cat napping. It must be old. It's been there for years and have seen plenty of storms. If this is the one that takes it out, it could give a shit. We see more neighbors, and this time it's a little boy sprinting home with his dog and his mom is out there waving at him frantically. The wind has really picked up now, because the trees are bending almost in half. And I'm shocked this boy can stay on his feet. But I'm more shocked that this whole neighborhood is so unprepared. You live by the sea. What do you think is gonna happen? We jump back to the animals scrambling to find shelters. And I think the rabbits found the worst one of all. Quote, we find a small protected space, a hollow log, a sheltered place. End quote. Well, that's one way to kill yourself. If the wind doesn't pick that log up and shoot it down the block like a missile heading towards someone's car, they'll have a hell of a time trying to squeeze out of it when the whole place floods. But hey, they're rabbits. They outpopulate, they don't outsmart. This thing is really ramping up now. The waves are rising, 
and they're getting close to overtaking this tiny little harbor town. Yep, they're all sitting there thinking, I should have left when I had the chance. I guess my in-laws wouldn't be that bad. Eh, who am I kidding? Let's ride this bitch out. We get more animals, and finally some that are smart. They're seagulls, and they're flying far away from the storm. And the whales are diving down to get up out that bitch. They know what's going to happen, and they're not sticking around to see it. But back to the people, who are clearly a bunch of amateurs. They must be New Yorkers who just moved down to Florida. Because they're literally tying their fishing boats to a small little wooden dock. The only way they're going to find those boats is if they end up on top of their houses. But hey, at least they're smart enough to bring in their lawn furniture. Unlike so many idiots who leave them out as projectiles. Honey! You want to bring in the patio furniture? No. Leave them. But they'll fly away. That's the point. They could end up in Doug's living room. That bastard has had it coming ever since he built his fence a foot onto our property. Oh, my. Better duck and cover, Doug. <laughs> the storm batters their homes and we can see everyone is hunkered down inside, drinking coffee and playing board games to pass the time. I guess that's one way to do it. I prefer drinking a case of beer and cursing the storm out. But teach their own. Finally the storm passes, and there wasn't too much damage. And all the animals somehow survived. But is the electricity still out? Because if it is, it's not over for the neighborhood. They could be stuck without power or running water for days. I sure as hell hope they have enough supplies. Because I don't think they'll be able to make a grocery store run for quite a while. But judging by their past actions, considering they didn't even board up their windows, do we really expect much out of them? Everyone is outside and they're cleaning up the little destruction that there was. They're even setting back up their patio furniture and checking in on neighbors. Hello. Oh, jeez, Nancy. Just because there was a storm doesn't give you a right to walk into our home. Is everyone okay? Yeah, we're good. You can leave. But one poor bitch has a massive hole in his roof. He got screwed. The whole neighborhood is outside celebrating, and he's staring at it like, Great, how the hell am I gonna fix this? And the story comes to an end, on everyone having a picnic, while Michael hammers away on his roof in the background. Hey Mike, I would lend a hand, but my hands are full with this lemonade. It's the thought that counts. What's the moral to this one? Well, honestly, there wasn't much to learn. It was all wrong. It was people getting things done last minute, and not taking the proper precautions. But maybe that is the lesson. You gotta be more prepared than these people. If a big storm is heading your way, you should already have the supplies needed. Because running to the store and panic buying is the worst thing. It not only screws you over, but it screws everyone else over in the process. Causing stores to hike prices or not being able to provide enough supplies to the people who truly need it. Because some selfish idiot came in buying everything for themselves. So that's got to be the lesson. 
don't do as they did in this. Be sure you're prepared and fully stocked on beer. And sometimes, the best thing to do is batten down the hatches and just leave. What do I think of Linda's work? Well, it certainly didn't serve to calm anyone's nerves about storms. It was all fear-based, and like I stated in the moral, everything was done last minute. So it didn't set much of an example. The one good thing she portrayed in this book was the sense of community when a disaster comes. And that's key to making it through these troubles. Now, as for Taeun's pictures, they were pretty standard. You know, the people with pencil dots for eyes. But they portrayed everything Linda mentioned, so they did the job. If you're not prepared this hurricane season, don't pick this one up. It'll just waste more time. Head to the store and get what you need, so you're ready. On a scale from 1 to 5, I'm giving this book a 2.5. I'll have a taste, push it around to make it look like I ate it, and go back for a bite or two. But I can't stay. I got stuff to get to. This goose is cooked. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.